0: So this is Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit." and teaching them to abode everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Thank you, Mark. That's great. So if you do have a Bible, keep it open there. We're just gonna, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what baptism is all about using this passage. So just to give an idea of where we're headed the next few minutes, I'm going to talk a bit from this bit in Matthew. Then we're going to hear from each one of the four young people getting baptized today. So that's Noah, Ella, Anna and Judah. They will tell the stories of how they have come to put their faith in Jesus, explain why they're getting baptised today. People are going to come and pray for each one of them, and then we're going to sing a song specially chosen by each of the young people today. And then at the very end of our time where we've heard from everyone, that's when we'll go out into the playground all together and we'll baptise all four of these young people. It may be raining heavily by then. But let's see how we get on. Then, once that bit's over, we can all come back inside. There's tea and coffee. There is plenty of food as well. So please don't show off if you don't have to. Come back inside, get dry, get warm, and have a drink and something to eat. So I hope that gives you an idea of what to expect. And again, a really special welcome to everyone who's come to support Noah and Ella and Anna and Judah today. I know how much it means to them to have you here today. But every time we do a baptismal service here at Avenue, I'm always struck that baptism and getting baptized looks like a really strange thing to do, especially when it's outside in the month of December in heavy rain. Um, I'm not cursing it, but it might be raining. I'm just preparing us all. So again, and some of you may walk through and you see a a little thing in the middle of the playground with bubble wrap over the top of it, and just think, what on earth is going on? Who are these people and why do they do things like that? Because in a little while, actually, we're at the end of the service, all four of these young people are gonna walk into the playground, step into one at a time, step into the baptistry fully clothed. And I'm gonna ask them some questions and in full view of all of you, I'm gonna push them under some water Hopefully a few seconds later, they will emerge from the water and people are going to clap and then we're going to do it again and again and again. Getting baptized is just a strange thing to do. Why bother? Why do Christians go to all this effort? Why do we have that thing out there in the playground? Well, the short answer to that question, why do Christians go to all the effort of baptizing new believers? Is very simply because Jesus told us to. That's the, bit of the middle of the reading that Mark just read for us. Words spoken by the risen Jesus to his disciples. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Christians baptize other Christians because Jesus told us to. Baptism is a powerful picture and sign that someone trusts in Jesus. They belong to Jesus. And more than that, it's actually a picture of the gospel, the good news about Jesus. Baptism is a picture given to us by Jesus to help us remember what he's done for us. More than that, to help us experience what he's done for us in dying and rising again. Because I just described the person speaking in Matthew's gospel as the risen Jesus. And at this point in Matthew, it's become really clear to Matthew's readers just how much Jesus loves us and the extraordinary lengths he went to, to rescue us and bring us into God's family. Jesus died and rose again. He suffered and died on a cross He was buried in a tomb and three days later, he rose again all so that we could be his disciples, all so that we could be welcomed into God's family forever. It's an amazing picture of God's love for us. And it reminds us of what happens in anyone's life when they put their trust in Jesus. That Jesus died and rose again to give us a new life, a new family and a new purpose in life, Baptism, if you like, is a picture, it's a sign, it's a promise to everyone who puts their faith in Jesus. That promise is right at the end of the reading Mark did, at the end of Matthew's gospel, where Jesus says this to his disciples, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Just for a couple of minutes, let's just unpack some of those things that baptism is a picture of. First of all, baptism is a picture of new Life. Again, it's the risen Jesus speaking. He's already gone to a cross. He has died and was buried, and now he's alive again forever. And amazingly, in baptism, Jesus shares his new resurrection life with everyone who puts their faith in him. It's a picture of that. There's nothing magical about the water, but it's a powerful picture of what Jesus has done in giving us new life. Here's another bit of the Bible puts it in the book of Romans, also in the New Testament. This is the Apostle Paul writing. He says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. That's what we're going to see a picture of when we go into the playground in a bit. So all four people getting baptized, they're gonna be buried, if you like, in the water of baptism. They're gonna go under the water just for a second or so, but that's a picture of them dying with Jesus. And it's a really powerful picture of them dying to their old way of life, a life of ignoring God and living just for ourselves, a life of rejecting God in the world that God has made, a life of being cut off, from God, of failing to love God and other people. That's what symbolized when the person goes under the water, they are dying to their old way of life. But then just a few seconds later, they come up out of the water and that's a picture of them rising with Jesus, rising to a new life with Jesus as Lord of their lives. A new life where we've been washed clean where all our sins have been dealt with and forgiven by Jesus. And we rise with Jesus as a new creation, a new life lived for Jesus and with Jesus. That's what baptism symbolizes. It's a picture of that. And why is that so important? Well, basically it's important because we are never left on our own to live for Jesus in this world. We are as close to him as it's possible to be when we put our faith in him. And that's what baptism is a picture of. It's like we died with Jesus and we rose with Jesus. Jesus shares the new life he won with us when we put our faith in him. And surely I am with you always, says Jesus, to the very end of the age. So for Noah, for Anna, for Ella, for Judah, Judah, wave, where, where, Judah, thank you. It's too many people here. Judah as well. Jesus promises to be with each one of you always. He will always be there for you to pick you up when you fall, to forgive you when you get it wrong, to change you and make you more like himself. Your baptism is a picture of the new life that begins when you put your faith in Jesus. And also it's a picture of the new family you belong to. Again, listen to Jesus' words again. He says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So what's Jesus telling us here? Well, he's telling us that baptism is a sign that we now have a new relationship with the God who made the universe, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the God who is perfect love. So Jesus is referring to the God who is Trinity here. And Trinity, that's a really baffling idea, is that God is one God, but he's also Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God in three persons. And the Trinity, no one can understand it fully. And that's actually okay. I take comfort from that because it shows that God is bigger than us. We didn't invent God, God invented us. We will never fully understand him. But even though we don't fully understand that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's really good news for us. Because it reminds us that God is a God of perfect love. God has always been a God of love. The Father has always loved the Son, who's always loved the Spirit, who's always loved the Father, and on and on. At the heart of God is a loving community. And when someone puts their faith in Jesus, they are welcomed into the perfect love of God. God the Father welcomes us into his family. God the Son shares his relationship with the Father with us. God the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us and makes us more like Jesus. Baptism is a picture that we've joined a new family, the family of God, and that God has welcomed us in because of what Jesus has done. But also it's a picture of the new family we have with God's people. The new family we're welcomed into is also the church. So this new life that baptism symbolizes, it's not a life to be lived on your own. It's a life to be lived in community with other Christians, with other disciples of Jesus. Because again, the baptisms we're going to see out in the playground, they're not the first baptisms that ever happened. And they're not going to be the last baptisms because Christians throughout the world, throughout history for the last 2,000 years, have baptized other Christians, new believers Because Jesus told them to. Baptism is a sign of the unity we have as Christians with one another. Because every single Christian needed Jesus to come and die in our place. Every single Christian needed to be washed clean by Jesus of our sin. Every single Christian is a new creation thanks to Jesus. And to everyone who trusts in Jesus, when they're baptized, they're baptized into God's new community, the church. So Judah and Noah and Ella and Anna spotted you all. You're called to follow Jesus in the community of his church. You need other Christians around you to pray for you, to speak God's word to you, to serve alongside you, to worship God together. And even more than that, other Christians need the four of you to pray for them and to love them and to care for them in good times and in bad. You have a part to play in God's church as baptized believers. You're welcome into this new family of the Trinity and this new family of the church. And finally, you've also got a new life, a new family, and a new purpose. Because that's what Jesus calls his disciples to do here. He says, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. See, baptism is a sign that we are now disciples of Jesus who make disciples for Jesus. And a disciple, that's just simply a learner, a follower an apprentice of Jesus, someone called by Jesus to follow him and to call other people to follow him. Again, I just said, those baptisms happening in the playground, we hope and pray there won't be the last baptisms. Unless Jesus comes back right now, we don't think they will be because God wants more and more people into his family to know him through Jesus, to be baptized into the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit the way that Judah and Noah and Anna and Ella are being baptized. See, baptism is only the start of the story. Jesus wants us to live as his disciples, to learn from him, to follow him, to receive his love and to live for him in this world as his witnesses, to show people that we belong to Jesus and they can too, to show people that Jesus loves us and he loves them too. Baptism is all about Jesus saying, follow me for the rest of your life, and call other people to follow me as you have the opportunity by loving them, by speaking to them, by praying for them. So I hope we can see that, that Jesus' words on baptism, it's an amazing picture of the new life a Christian has when they put their faith in Jesus. A new life, a new family belonging to God, the Trinity, but also to God's people, the church, and a new purpose to make disciples in the places God has put us. But also, baptism is just an amazing promise. It's like a seal, it's like a promise we get to hold on to for the rest of our lives. And it's that promise Jesus makes at the end of this passage. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, Anna, Noah, Judah, Ella, I don't know what the future holds for you guys. None of us do, but we know that whatever the future holds, The risen Jesus will be with you always as you trust in him, as you live for him, as you understand more of his love for you. Your baptism today is something to look back on in the years to come as a promise. I got baptized that day in a playground in the middle of Leicester. And that reminds me of who Jesus is. That reminds me that I'm precious to him. I belong to him. I have a new life, a new family, a new purpose. We went under the water. We died with Jesus. We came out of the water. We rose with Jesus. And now Jesus promises to be with us to the very end of the age as we put our faith in him. Baptism is a special picture. And for anyone here who's not a Christian yet, it is so wonderful to have you here. And, and, And my prayer and the prayer of many people is that as you see, as you hear the stories we're about to hear of these four young people, as you go out to the playground and see them, shoved under the water and brought back out again. This will be a picture for you of that gospel of Jesus, that he died for us and he rose for us to give us new life. So as you see those things, say, what do I make of this Jesus? Why are these people I know, or even people I don't know, going through all this effort? What does that tell me about who Jesus is and the new life he offers everyone who trusts in him?